Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. I'm telling y'all, we are back with another episode in our second season of Let's Be Real, and I got my brother John here with me today, and we're going to keep this thing moving on, but before we get into the topic, um, and before we go any further... We got to open up with a little word of prayer. So with that being said, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God, thanking you for another day, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with on today, dear God. God, we want to thank you for bringing us through another week, dear God, without hurt, harm, and damage, dear God. We want to thank you for protecting us, dear God, and looking out for us even when sometimes we don't look out for ourselves, dear God. God, ask that you continue to show us where we need to improve, dear God, show us where we can grow, dear God, and help us to be better than we were yesterday, dear God. God, ask that you continue to be with us and speak to us on this podcast on today, dear God, and allow something to be said that encourages us and helps us to do better, dear God. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, and we are on episode two of our second season of Let's Be Real. Like I said, I got my brother John here. And the topic for this week, I'm going to just let it be known. Church and politics. Church and politics. You know, a lot of a lot of people have different viewpoints when it comes to, you know, Christians who are involved with uh, politics or even just the the cat just the topic of political views and things in that nature people have different viewpoints and so we're gonna first we're gonna do a little history on on uh politics when it comes um from the bible and things in that nature and then we're gonna dig into some conversation you know what i'm saying me and john we look i'm excited i, I look i know he's excited we've been talking about this and man bro like look tell the people how, how excited are you bro tell, tell them how excited you are Hey, look, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell them like I told you earlier, man. Uh-huh. Like, I'm excited about it because um, me and you have an understanding, mm-hmm. but we don't. We don't necessarily 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? And not even that we, that we disagree. Uh-huh. It's just we have a different perspective on it. Um, and and I don't think one is more right than the other per se. You mm-hmm. know, what I, mean? I think one. I, I think my viewpoint on it. Um, I just personally think it works out better for for majority of us, mm-hmm. um, but I also understand your perspective of it too. And I, again, I know we're going to talk about it, yeah. um, so I think it's I think it's good conversation, man. I think this is um, something that a lot of people will, will get a lot out of, man. And, nice. and especially for those of us that are Christians that love politics. I mean, I don't necessarily care for politics like that, but for those that love it um, and find it very important, I feel like they should have a sound biblical base on how they carry out their mm-hmm. their affiliation with politics their viewpoints on politics mm-hmm. and how they handle politics because i think even in politics god is is still god and god shall be addressed facts and kept in the front mm-hmm. if you call yourself a believer so i'm facts. excited bro i'm really excited hey man i'm telling you it's it's gonna be a good one bro and, and with that being said bro let's jump into the key verse for this this episode is coming. We're coming from First Samuel, the eighth chapter, the fifth verse to the twenty-second verse, and I'm reading from the Amplified version. Um, if you got your Bibles, bust out your Bibles. You got if you got it on your phone, whatever the case may be, bust out that word or follow along with us. Uh, 
here here on the uh, live stream. So the word of the Lord reads, And said to him, Look, you have grown old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint us a king into... Appoint us now, appoint us a king to judge us and rule over us like all the other nations. But their demand displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge and rule over us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day that I brought them from Egypt, even to this day. In that they have abandoned abandoned or rejected me and served other gods. So they are doing to you also. So now listen to their voice and only solemnly warn them and tell them the ways of the king who will reign over them. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to, to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, these will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself to his chariots and among his horsemen and they will run before his chariots. He will appoint them for himself to be commanders over thousands and over fifties, and some to do his plowing and to reap his harvest and to make his implements of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be performers, cooks, and bakers. He will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and your female servants and your best young men and your donkeys and use them for his work. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourselves shall be his servants. Then you will cry out on that day because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will not answer you on that day because you have rejected him as king. Nevertheless, the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel, and they said, No, but there shall be a king over us, so that we too may be like all the nations around us, that our king may judge and govern us and go out before us and fight our battles. Samuel had heard all the words of the people and repeated them to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Listen to their requests and appoint a king for them. So Samuel said to the men of Israel, Go each man to his own City, May God be a blessing to the readers, doers of his most holy word. Man, that was that was a lot of reading for uh, for this read. But there was a lot of information that was uh, jam packed into uh, that scripture. And, and John, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go first and expound on what you, what you got from that text alone in, in regards to church and politics. So, so we look at that scripture, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I talk about this all the time. Um, I think politics and government is something that God has allowed as far as his, I would like, I, I guess I word it this way, his permissive will. We talk about the perfect will of God and the permissive will of God all the time. And just looking at how that whole situation went down, the people want the people of God wanted to be like the world. That's mm -hmm. a sermon all in, in, in and of itself, right? Mm -hmm. They wanted to be like the world. And they said, we, we want a king just like everybody else. Hmm. And God is like, for what? And I'm like, I'm your God. Like, I'm your king. Like, what do you need somebody else for? Why do you want somebody else to fight your battles? Like, why can't it just be me? Mm -hmm. And and they was like, nah, we want a king. And God flat out let them have their way. You know what I'm saying? And he told Samuel, hey, Samuel, Go ahead and do what they ask you to do because they not rejected you, they rejected me. Mm -hmm. But just warn them on what's gonna happen. 
Yeah. And I think when we take that and we look at it in the context of politics, uh, we have to keep that same mentality. Hey, listen, I'm supposed to be your God. But when you start putting your trust in man, understand this is what man is going to do for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be imperfect. They're going to hurt you. They're going to abuse you. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do all these things. Yeah. Uh, so be ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue is sometimes put too much faith in politics. Like we literally will talk about these politicians as if they're supposed to be people that change our lives. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, oh, no, no, no. Because, because see, I told you I wanted to be in charge. Yeah. But this is what you've chosen. So go ahead, do your thing. But just know that. There's going to be a lot of imperfection with these men and women that y'all want to run everything in your lives. And I think we have to just take that, the lesson in the very beginning, because the thing, we haven't even got to the good part of the story yet where Facts. things start to fall apart. Like God said, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Uh, we only get the warning and we understand that God is not going to lie. God is not going to just say something and just, just to be saying it. No, I'm telling you this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we should take that lesson and say, okay, Yes, we live in the United States of America. We live in a democracy. There are political candidates. We have a president that mm-hmm. is um, the head of the country and things like that. Um, but we have to understand that these individuals are going to be imperfect and we cannot put our hope in them. Um, yes, actively do politics how the Lord leads you. But understand, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you go home and before you down to bed at night, you have to go to you have to go to God. Like God has to be your God. When you wake up, you're talking to God about what's going on in the world. Before you go to bed, you're talking to God about it, um, and how He wants things to play out as far as uh, the political the political realm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, bro. And and I agree with you, bro. Like the the biggest thing that that you were touching on that I even wrote down in my notes is the permit God's God's permissive will versus His perfect will. His permissive will is the plan we have for ourselves. While his perfect will is what he already has set in place for you to follow. And a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Like God's original, what we fail to realize is God's original plan was, like you were saying. Oh, give me, hold on one second. We have a little, having a little issues with the internet. And, uh, yeah, but like I was saying, um. I still hear you and Steve. Oh, good. Too easy, too easy. But like, like I was saying, bro, um. The God's original design when it came to a government was to have him solely as king. You know what I'm saying? With no interferences, no interruptions, and have him lead like he was already doing and intervene on behalf of his people like he was already doing. But see, the children of Israel got so caught up with every other nation that was around them and what they were doing and was like, well, I want what they got. Uh, I, I see what they doing over here and I see what they doing over there and I think I like what they're doing not realizing they're only seeing a surface of what's going on and not seeing un- any underlining issues that may be w- over in their area you know what I'm saying and as as even as Christians and right. people today we 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 we're so busy on what everybody to our left and to our right is doing that we're just like well man I really wish what I really wish I had what so-and-so had. I really wish what they had. Not realizing all the things they had to go through or that they're still going through in regards to what they have that we're so envious um, and jealous that we don't have. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that and, and it's it's issues. It's, it's real life issues. And 
just to hit on the, the, the definition of politics, politics is the science or art of political government. It's the activists involved in getting and using power in public and being able to influence decisions that affect a country or society. So God, look, like you were saying, like, like the word said, God gave them a warning. Hey, you want to be like everybody else. But here, here, here are some things that are going to take place in regards to it. Oh, man. Started there. Oh, my God will not fail. Alright, so yeah, like like I was saying, you know, we had a little we had a little technical difficulty right there, but um jumping back on back on where we left off, perfect will versus permissive will and kind of like to recap on what I was saying, you know. A lot of times we forget that God had a design already set in place for how things were going to be done. This is where we oftentimes we think that God doesn't give us choice. His permissive will is where the choices come into play. You know what I'm saying? And when we don't want to align ourselves with his perfect will. And so the children of Israel were in that predicament. They were like, man, I see everybody to my left and right doing this. I want to take part in that. And and that's what that's a problem that we have on today, you know what I'm saying? We we were too busy caught up with the people to our left and to our right and we're like, oh, "I really want what they have," but in reality, we're not realizing the issues that go along with what they have. And that is the biggest thing when it comes to God's permissive will and his perfect will. And like and to to reread what I what I said with politics, politics is the science or art of political government. It's the activists involved in getting and using power in public and being able to influence decisions that affect a country or society. And the foot look, I want to read this footnote that's in the King James Version that I thought was bro, fire, bro. It was fire. It said kingship was part of God's promise in his covenant with Abraham. In Jacob's blessing of his sons, he assigned the kingship of the to the tribe of Judah. Moses foretold of the day when Israel would no longer be content with the direct rule of God. That prophecy came to pass here through Israel's demand for a human king. God saw their request as a rejection of himself as king of Israel and as a demonstration of their eagerness, eagerness to compromise their role as God's special people. One, the people asked for a human king so that they would be like all the nations and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. They mistakenly believed the reason for their troubles and defeats was inadequate government. So they thought because everything wasn't going how they thought it should, it was because, oh, it's because we don't have a king like everybody else, not realizing it was their sin. And so consequently, they formed... To, they formed they conform to the ways of the pagan societies around them rather than trusting in God. And so this is where this is the beginning um, of politics. So you say uh, or the political campaign of where we have the governments of today, like uh, dictatorship, monarchy, oligarchy, uh, democracy, you know, all, all, all the different 
forms of government and um, capital capitalism. And I can go on. <laughs> I I can list them on and on. But um, all of them. This is this is where everything started to begin, and it all took place because we got outside God's perfect will and decided to be in His pers- permissive will because of what was going on around us, because of everybody to our left and our right, and that is the biggest problem that we have today what you what you got to say on that bro so so i i mean you're nailing it bro i think one other thing that we have that we have to notice about that situation is um self came into play like mm-hmm. what would be what do we what do we want how do we feel what will benefit us mm-hmm. and the thing that the, the the funny part about that is quite often as human beings bro Whenever we decide we want to fulfill our flesh or our will or what we feel or we think is going to work, like it never works out, bro. Like it, it never does. Like we always think that we know what's best for us and we try it. And then we, we end up seeing mm-hmm. yet again that we don't know what's best for us. And they honestly thought that having a king like everybody else mm-hmm. was, the, was, was the best thing for them, mm-hmm. which I think is really silly because you like you think about this, like prior to... I mean, they really just came from a situation uh, where they had a king over them. They literally just had that happen. Like, Pharaoh was nothing but a king. Like, he was a king. That's what he was. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And and he had all the power. And mm-hmm. essentially, when you look at all these other heathen nations, the reason why they had kings is because one person wanted to be in charge. One person wanted to be in power. Mm-hmm. And I doubt that in all these other heathen nations— these people became kings because they were voted in. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or that, that everybody just decided, oh, so-and-so, he's the man. Let's put him in charge. No, I'm pretty sure this person like worked his way to the top until he got in charge, and then his family just continued down the bloodline because they had gotten so much power. Again, nice. I can't prove that, right? I can't mm-hmm. prove yeah. that, but I'm almost I'm, – I'm just thinking that's how it works. just thinking about humanity – and they didn't have God in their lives. You know what I'm saying? There, mm-hmm. there was no justice. There was no fairness. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about a, a earth full of people mm-hmm. that after the flood, after God had already washed everybody out, we end up in a situation like Sodom and Gomorrah where he ends up having to de- destroy another city because it's so wicked. Mm-hmm. Like, like, God washed us all out, and we still were wicked people. So you can't tell me that these other kings and these other heathen nations were getting in power in some fair fashion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that's the goofy part, right? Like you said, we mm-hmm. don't see what comes behind this stuff, and we sitting out here wanting stuff that other people have, and we don't know. Again, we don't know what they went through to get what they got, but we want it for whatever reason. So, uh, yeah, man, it's it, it's playing a part in politics. It is. Yeah, bro. It's and it's crazy, man. Like and. Just even just looking back on what God was already doing for the children of Israel, like bringing them out of Egypt, you know what I'm saying? And the different things that God was providing for them and he constantly looked out for them. And the only thing that ever got them into uh, into situations, bless you, uh, was um, their sin. You know what I'm saying? The, their sin, the, the things that they were doing wrong. That's the only thing that ever got them in situations like all they had to do was. What God told them to do, and they would have been okay. But it shows the the flaws that we have in in humanity. It shows it shows our 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 uh, fleshly side that that can cause issues in our lives, and we have to identify those problems. Um, 
But I, I'd ask you a question. What do you, what is your stance on as you as you see everything today? What is your stance on politics and the church? Do you do you would you say you um think that as Christians we should be active in politics, or would you say that we need to uh kind of refrain from that? And and why? Why or why not? I don't know, man. So that so the way you word that question, I think, is very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's one of those things to where number one, we think about Proverbs three, five, and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, mm-hmm. acknowledge him in all your ways that he would direct your path. I think we have to take that me- mentality into everything. The, the seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteous type of mentality into everything. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to politics, it's something I think we should all pray about. I don't necessarily think God wants every Christian active in politics. I, I don't, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you don't want to participate in politics, that's absolutely fine as a Christian. Yeah. Um, for the simple fact that, again, we're not of this world. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. our and and our we're in our under a whole different kingdom and jurisdiction. So it's almost like to me, it's honestly just like if I was to go over to like Jamaica as an American citizen mm-hmm. and want to have a say-so and what goes on over in Jamaica. Well, I'm not a Jamaican citizen. I'm an American citizen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So what, what goes on over there, even while I'm there, like I, I can, I can say, Hey, that's not right. And this is, you know, according to, to the uh, God, but I don't, I don't feel like I should bring America's idea of politics over into Jamaica and be like, Hey, Jamaica, this is what you guys should do mm-hmm. because I'm not a Jamaican citizen. Yeah. So I, I see the same way as far as us and, and the body of Christ, we're kingdom citizens mm-hmm. first and foremost, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we live in America, but our God is, and our King is Jesus Christ at the end of the day, period, point blank. There's no, there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so do I have a, a right to say, no, nah, I don't think we should necessarily do that in this country. Uh, I think we should probably do this. I think we do have, but I don't necessarily think that us attempting to try to get the world or America to look like the body of Christ is going to ever work. It's just, it's just not. Truth mm-hmm. of the matter is Christians uh, and believers, we're outnumbered in America. Like it's, 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 it's fact. Matter of fact, Christians are probably outnumbered everywhere. Mm-hmm. So to get Christian uh, uh, values and principles from the Bible in line with the entire country and have the entire country following it, man, the chances of that happening is, come on, man. Like, I feel like if it, I feel like if, it, I feel like if that could happen, we wouldn't even necessarily have a need for Jesus. Like, we just wouldn't because mm-hmm. we figured it out on our own. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But the truth of the matter is, we need God. We, we need Christ. So I think that if we are going to participate in politics as Christians, I think we just need to seek God and, and, and keep it that way. Now, as far as the house of God, I believe that politics has no place in there. I think we should keep it out of there uh, all the way 100%. I don't think city councilmen should be able to come to the church and start spilling their 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 campaigns. I just don't think the house of God is for that. I believe the house of God is for worship and and things that are explicitly pushing the kingdom of God. Period okay. point blank. I don't believe so so for example, me personally, I own a business. I don't sell my shirts at church. I don't even talk about my my shirts at church in the sense of Hey, you could get, I got a, I got a sale going on, right? Like I don't do none of that, man. Like we may have conversations about our business and how God is operating in it. Uh, and that type of that sense, but 
I think me selling my my shirts at church or like pubbing my shirts and stuff at church, that's no different than people than the money changes that Jesus flipped the table over in the temple for. You know what I'm saying? Because even though this is a Christian based uh, a business, um, there's also a a livelihood to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's also like kind of like a part of my job and my livelihood in a, in a sense. So I think that. The church is not the place for that. I believe the church is the place for worship. Now, do I believe that outside of the house of God, when we're out here in the world naturally, do I think we can, again, the, the, the church can operate in politics? Absolutely. And I think we also just need to bring God with us. Okay. I, I think that we have to keep him in the forefront and say, okay, God, this is what's going on, right? Like, this, are, these are our candidates. Who, who should I follow? Who should I not follow? And... And just kind of go about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying a Christian is going to go to hell necessarily for like voting Democrat, even though the Democratic Party is like so anti-Christ, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's like they're blatantly like anti-Bible. Um, but I don't, I don't think a Christian. I'm not gonna say a Christian is going to hell because they decide they want to vote vote Democrat. I think if you don't claim to be a Democrat, you still need to take your your the Bible with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like continue to follow what the Bible says. Same thing with Republicans. I, I'm not saying Republicans like the Christian party or nothing like that, uh, though some of their things do align with the Bible. I mean, to be fair, maybe some things in the Democratic Party align with the Bible as, as well. But at the end of the day, they're not explicitly going, neither one of these parties is explicitly going to the Bible and saying, hey, God says this, so this is what, what our campaign is going to be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's dangerous <coughs> when we hold too strongly Mm-hmm. to a political party because again if i if i'm like if i'm claiming to be a republican most people that like claim to be like republicans most i'm saying most not not everybody right yeah, yeah. people that just claim to be republican or just claim to be democrat they rock with that party and whoever their candidate is that's who they, they who they rock with mm-hmm. so what that does is that puts people in a sticky situation to where let's just say i claim to be a republican this republican candidate comes with something that's so anti-christ it's ridiculous but at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a Republican. Like, I may be tempted to go that route and be like, well, I'm still a Republican and I vote Republican. I just don't vote Democrat. It's just not what I do. Mm-hmm. And I end up, you know, siding and coming into agreement with something that's anti-Christ as a Christian. That's dangerous and that's definitely not a game that we should play. So I personally, I personally don't think that any Christian should tie themselves to any um, affiliation as far as uh, political party. Now, I also want to say this, though, Marcus, because mm-hmm. remember, me and you had this conversation. Yeah. Um, since the conversation, I've also added this to my opinion. Mm-hmm. I okay. thought about what you said about how you wanted to go into politics, mm-hmm. right? So so as somebody that, that's a Christian, they feel like they're being led into politics. Mm-hmm. Um, if God has you to pick one of those parties, I'm not saying that he's not going to. I'm not going to say God is going to uh, just definitely say, hey, uh, Marcus, go be an independent. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't say that he's going to say that. I can't say that. But if God tells you, hey, Marcus, I want you to go run under the, the Republican platform, again, I think as Christians, as somebody that's actually in politics, again, you need to take your Bible with you. And you need to be you need to be super prayerful. Like nice. you need to be you need to be super, super prayerful and in your word and in God's face, mm-hmm. dealing in that political realm. Because mm-hmm. man, I know it gets ugly. Again, I don't I don't I'm not a political guy, but I know enough to know there's corruption Facts. and there's foolishness and there's all kinds of things that go on in politics. That as a Christian, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch some landmines, man. You gotta, you gotta move, you gotta move, you know, real swift and cunning, like, and 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 be 
be sober minded and be vigilant because that's not just some realm you can play in. Mm-hmm. Going into politics is not going to work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like going to work at Walmart. Like this is a realm of I hate to say it, people that are out for themselves and they're mm-hmm. literally out to gain power and have things run their way. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what the devil did and got him kicked out of out of heaven because of his pride. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what, yeah. what it is. Pride. When I'm out here seeking power, that's pride that's pushing that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's that's where I am am on it. Okay. I like some of the some of the stuff that you said, I you know, I, I agree with and then, you know, some of it I'm I'm a little bit different. You know, with, with me, you know what I'm saying, and my my mindset on it is that um one there, I feel like we shouldn't we shouldn't have to be uh, careful in the such when it comes to uh, politics as as Christians and the reason why I say that is because if there if there are individuals that are in uh, politics that uh, agree uh, not agree that uh, stand in a different stance than we do and they're bold about it we should be coming the same exact same way as Christians with that same boldness. Oh, yeah. And, and one thing that I, you know, I have a problem with and I love, I'm telling you, I've been bringing up this post all the time. You made a post where you said, um, uh, you know, uh, just to sum it up, essentially how, um, the moment someone has a different opinion than you, you know, you tune that person out or that you just have in your mind, like, Hey, you're wrong just because, What's already in my mind doesn't line up with what you're telling me. And so we we have this mindset because I stand on this that I don't care. I'm not about to listen to anything you have to say because of what's already in my mind. And so that and that's where a lot of problems arise. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as everything else, I, I truly believe that that Christians should be active in politics. And the reason why is because a lot of political campaigns and a lot of politicians they they try to make changes and moves in regards to the church where where they're not even active or they're not even involved and they want to make changes and they want to force things they want to do things for us to implement and change based on what we stand for to match their agenda when that should never be the case you know and it's in it's in those moments that we have to one we have to be knowledgeable meaning we have to study we have to study to uh, show ourselves approved like the word of god tells us it doesn't that doesn't just apply to the word of god but it, it applies to everything in life the moment you stop studying things and you're just going with this mindset oh let me read a facebook meme to get all the information that i need you failing like the moment you're relying on facebook instagram Twitter, Snapchat, or any social media platform, any news network for your information to build a case for you to stand on, your case is not going to be strong at all. It's like the person who build build their house on sand, like the Bible talked about. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's just like that. It's not a firm foundation. And so it as Christians... If you're going like you're, you don't. It's not a requirement to be active in, in in politics. But if you're gonna be active in politics, one like you said, you need to have that word of God with you. You can't be wavering. You can't be going left and right. You know, being tossed by the, by the wind on on sea on, on your boat. You can't be tossed left and right. You got to be standing firm in what you believe in and be like, no, this is my stance. This is what I believe in, and it's not contradicting. Um, this is what God stands for, and I'm not moving from it. Just like there are, there are people in the world that have different viewpoints than me and you do, 
and they stand firm on what they believe in and they don't they don't alter they don't change they don't do anything no matter who comes up to them and so if people have that same energy and that same zeal when it comes to what they believe in why is it as christians we aren't having that same drive that same passion why do we when we face oppositions or we face problems obstacles hurdles in the road we oh i don't know maybe we start to second guess what we believe in and that's what that's where we that's where i've been what i've been seeing as christians we're losing at that so i sent you a podcast on today that uh one of the p-walk ladies here here in germany uh sent to me and it's called the church polit the church and politics podcast and it's featured uh, with Justin, uh, a man named Justin and Michael. Justin, uh, what I'm, I'm assuming, because I, I haven't confirmed it yet, he's a, a, a Democrat. He's a, he's a black man who's a Democrat. And then the Republican is Michael, who's a white man. And I'm, uh, the reason why I, only t- I, cu- I tell y'all the color of their skin, to just so you can know who they are when you look them up, you're like, oh, okay, that's him, that's him. Um, but they're two Christians, they're both Christians. Mind you, they're in different parties. As you can see, and their mindset, this is their their campaign is called the and campaign. And I'm going to read one of their mission statements. It says, as Christians, we are called to civic and community engagement. We have a duty to impact culture in a manner that reflects the truth and love of Jesus Christ. This commission includes participation in the political arena where inactions or inaction can have a profound effect on all aspects of society. Life, freedom, and the general well-being of all societies can be significantly enhanced or diminished by political dynamics. So what, what their stance is, mind you that they're both in two different parties, their stance is the same. It's to, one, we're making sure that right is right and we're standing on what is right. We're, we're allowing God to lead us in the right direction and and making our political parties accountable for the wrong that they do. And that's that's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. We're supposed to be holding people accountable for the wrong that they're doing. I sent you a uh I sent you a uh one of their one of their uh statements. They, they so they have a they they disagree with a lot of different things, but the what they what they drive for what they drive what the drive is behind it is to uh how do you say is to one enforce what is right, but also know a hey, this this is supposed to go here, this is supposed to go there. Not condoning to anything that is against what we stand for. Negative. No, 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 no. But it's to do what's right ethically, morally. You know what I'm saying? All those things. And and as I I'm, I'm still doing more research on the and campaign and campaign to really get a, a gist of what who they're about. But. Uh, for the most part, there it's 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 a group of, of Christians, of believers, that really their focus is to make these political parties accountable for their actions. Because there was the one and just just in the podcast that I sent you, I think it uh I think I forgot what it was called. It was about something about uh the dis disingenuous black church or something like that. And they were talking about how uh, Senator Harris and Senator Booker from the uh, Democrats, they went to they went to a, a, a traditional black church where the preacher was preaching about homosexuality and how how it doesn't align up with the word of God. And the that was the headline and it had no bearing 
as far as, you know what I'm saying, what, what the purpose was. Because mind you, Senator Harris and Senator uh, Booker, they they are they promote the LGBT uh, community and making sure for their rights and things in that nature. So what, what the two individuals were talking about in the podcast is that um, the point, what they're trying to do, what a lot of politicians, they'll do, which is evil, they'll do something to win the vote of the people to make it seem like they're in agreement. But as soon as they get the vote, right? I'm coming for your neck now because this is what you said you stand for. And yep. since you stand for this, uh-uh, yep. I'm knocking you. There's the 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 young black black man, he said, uh Justin, he said, uh he said he he was a de- he was a part of the delegation committee in Georgia or something like that. And he he was speaking on his stance and things in that nature, and he won he won the de- uh he won the uh votes of the people, mind you, even with his traditional uh standpoint. But there were individuals that were pushing to have him removed from the committee because of his traditional standpoint. And it just goes to show is that as soon as as soon as there's something that you believe in that doesn't align with my belief, uh-uh, I'm against you. You're my enemy. And and that and that I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Like I, I really I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like just to just to make it plain and simple, I don't I don't like that. Just because we disagree on something that that is not you know we don't see eye to eye on doesn't mean that we have to be enemies. Just because we're not friends doesn't mean I make you my enemy. Just because we're not friends, that that's not what that means. And uh, I would tell I'm I would tell all the individuals out there watching and listening today, uh, go out and vote. I'm not gonna tell you who to vote for, but don't go voting based off a of political campaign. I'm not forcing you to vote because it's not a requirement for you to do, especially as Christians. But if you're going to vote, go to congress.gov. Look at what these senators and what these uh, politicians are are agreeing on, which bills they're wanting to be passed and things in that nature behind closed doors that they're not adding to their campaigns. So you can see what the agenda is, because sometimes they have a public agenda, but they have a hidden agenda as well. And see, sometimes as as Christians and in, in the world, we forget that. Like we we forget how the enemy works, and and that is not good at all. We cannot forget how the enemy works. He's conniving. He's deceptive. He's manipulative. Like he he's gonna do whatever it takes to get you back to his side. And as Christians, we have to be on our A game twenty four seven. Like we gotta be crossing our I mean crossing our teeth, dotting our eyes. 24-7. Like, we can't have any days off. So I would encourage you to do your research. It's congress.gov. It's a, it's a .gov, so everything on there is legitimate. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see all the bills that were passed, all the bills that are working to be passed, who voted on them, uh, who wants it to be passed. And that's how I gear most of my voting personally. And I follow that up with prayer. And then I go based off of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just go in there, oh, like you said, they go strictly based off of, of a political party and they that they could have some things that don't align up with their morals and what they believe in, but they'll compromise those just to say, I voted Republican or I voted Democrat. And that is wrong. We, we cannot be doing that. And I agree with you on that. And I would ask you another question. I, and I think this is going to be the last one. I think this might be the last one I ask you. But uh, in regards to our current president, President Donald Trump, um, how do you, how would you feel about individuals that uh speak on him? You know what I'm saying? Not not you don't have to tell me if you agree with them, 
as a person or not. But what do you think? Do you think people are wrong when it comes to their they when they criticize him as a person versus what he does politically? Or do you think it has no bearing or it goes hand in hand? What, what's, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think I think personality and politics um, or or personality and policy, I think they kind of go hand in hand to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about this, about how, you know, most people that don't like Donald Trump will, will flat out say or when I ask the question, a lot of them flat out said that it's his personality that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's because they don't necessarily know much about his politics. And I find yeah. that very interesting that, that so many people hate a president, but they don't know what the president like actually mm-hmm. does or like what he's yeah. actually doing. Because it, it, his job is not personality. His job is not his personal thoughts on things. His job is to do the best he can to run the country. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And put things in place to help people in the country. And most people don't know what, what his politics are. Like, they don't, they, they can't. Most people can't tell you, and I and I'm one of them, but I also don't complain about them. Yeah, most yeah, people yeah. can't tell you. Most people can't tell you what what policies and things he's put in place, mm-hmm. or what he's voted against, or what he's voted for. They can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just go off again what MSNBC has been showing them, or what Fox News or CNN has been showing them, mm-hmm. and then you know the little clips they see, and you know just his personality type thing. Yeah. And I'll say this much. Just based on a little bit that I have seen, mm-hmm. our president has done some good things and he's also done some bad things. Yeah. Uh, that are let's say it this way: he's done some things that I agree with, and he's done some things that I disagree with as far mm-hmm. as policy goes, mm-hmm. as far as being the president goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like any president has has done that. Um, yeah. I, I can't I can't say that any president has just been a hundred percent good and a hundred percent bad and. In, in my eyes. I mean, again, I'm 30 years old, though. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how long have I really been following politics and paid attention? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I just know, hum- I, mean, I, just, I, just, I just know humans. I just know humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people to like, to critique him, I-, I think just as people in general, we have to make sure that we're critiquing in the right manner. Yeah. Um, if you're going to critique him, Again, I, I, you, I think you got to separate. Even though they go, they they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be able to separate the personality and the politics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, hold him accountable when he's being a jerk on, on TV. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. 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 But I think it's also important to be fair and really do our research and see what has. I mean, he's. Like, we can play this game about, oh, he's not my president all we want. Like, we can do that all we want. But the truth of the matter is, he's the president of the United States of America. Like, that's what it is, fam. Like, if you're an American citizen, he's your president. Period, point blank. Like, you, don't got, you don't have a say-so in that. Like, your only say-so was at the polls when you went and voted. That yeah, was it. Yeah. And then once you lost, then that was it, yeah. man. I mean, you come on, man. Let's, let's stop being silly. Mm-hmm. He's the president of the United States. And, and I think if you're going to be involved in politics, if you're going to complain about him, I think you need to do your due diligence and do research and find out what's really going on in his campaign mm-hmm. and in that White House. Um, again, if you don't do your research or you don't look into it as much as uh, as somebody else, kind of like I do, then I think you should shut up. Facts. For like a turn. Like, again, I refuse to complain about President Donald Trump because, again, I don't really follow him, bro. I don't. When he's on TV, I don't turn to him, bro. Yeah. I don't look up clips about President Trump. I literally know about what he does based on somebody else's post. Mm-hmm. And I barely ever read it then. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I barely ever read it then because, one, I don't want to jump on this bandwagon of just just bashing this man. Because, mm-hmm. again, 
I think, me, you talked about this earlier, too. We all think we're such amazing people because we haven't done the things that Donald Trump has, has done. We act like we're such amazing people because we haven't done the things that R. Kelly or Jeffrey Epstein have done. Mm-hmm. We think we're great people because we haven't sinned like them. But the truth of the matter is, I'm literally no better than Donald Trump, bro. Ooh. I'm no better than than, than R. Kelly. Ooh. So, <clears throat> so, so with that being said, bro, I can only critique them so much. You know what I'm saying? And I also have to keep my own sin in check when I'm thinking when I'm even being critical. You know what I'm saying? I can't turn my nose up at Donald Trump because. He's a racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, racism is wrong, but so is lying. You know what I'm saying? I lied to my what I lied to my wife, you know what I'm saying? Or I lied to my parents. Like every it's all wrong. Wrong Fast. is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I think if we're again, if we're gonna criticize and speak on the president, let's do our due diligence. Let's speak from a place of facts and not our uh, our feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. he's done some egregious things. He said some outlandish things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again. Put it in context, man. Be fair. Put it in context. Let's talk about him overall. And I don't know, man. I think when you, I think it's real easy to just constantly point out the negative in people. Mm-hmm. I think that's real, real easy. That's easy to do. Yeah. But um, even when you don't like somebody, I mean, try to find some. Be a human and try to find something that you do like. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. like try it. Like, like just try. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Try it. Um, and again, we're talking about politics here. That's that's an area where. If you're gonna speak on it a lot, you gotta do your due diligence. Even in Thanks. this conversation that me and you have had, are having, I'm trying to stay in my lane, bro. Like I can't speak too much to politics, man. I can speak mm-hmm. on on being a Christian and how I feel like you should, you know, Thanks. dive over Thanks. in that realm as far as Christian character and mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit guiding us. Yeah, but as far as again, when we start talking policy and 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 branches of government and all that, I'm not your guy, so I'm, I'm staying out of that piece. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, hey, Christian. If you're gonna do it, yep. take God with you, fam. Take like, him with you. Take him, take him with you. Don't leave him out. And I think a lot of us as Christians, we leave God out of the politics. There are certain things that us as Christians, we think that we can just go into it by ourselves and we mm-hmm. can keep God out of it. And when we take our political hat off or whatever, then we can go hug on God again. It's like, no, bring God in there. Bring the Holy exactly. Spirit into your, your thought process. Mm-hmm. Keep God in the forefront of everything you do, from politics to your job to your marriage to how you deal with your kids, how you deal with your neighbors. Um, man, listen, go as, my dad is the kind of person that he bring God into how he get dressed every morning. God, what am I supposed to put on today? Like, that's uh-huh. my dad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't go that far, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't, I think God cares about what we wear too, though. I mean, let's just be, I'll be honest. I think God cares about everything that concerns us because mm-hmm. he loves us like that, bro. Yeah. It's not that he wants to be controlling of us, but it's like, I love you so much that I literally care what kind of haircut you get, John. I Facts. do. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe mm-hmm. I should ask God if I should cut this off and just go back to the way. Like, I should probably do that. I, you know, hey, look, I, I probably just talked myself into a hole just there. But, you know what I'm saying? Take, <laughs> take God with you, man. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Take God with you and, and allow him to be a part of your, 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 your decision making because he wants to be a part of it. Not because he wants to control you, um, but because he loves you and he, he knows all. So let him guide you. You know what I'm Fast. saying? Like, he's not, he's not a, He's not a dictator. He's not Hitler. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And and I and I'll close with this, bro. One thing that you said that that we have to remember as as humans. The Bible tells us clear as day. Before we can take a speck out of our brother's eye, we have to remove the log that's in our own. And half the time, 
we're pointing fingers at individuals while we still have fingers pointed back at ourselves. Before we can go trying to create correct anybody else's yard, we gotta we gotta make sure ours is tight and well kept. And we have to make sure we are aligned how we should be. And that's where the like I like I always say, self-checks are important. Do your self-checks. That way no one has to point out your flaws. You know what I'm saying? That way no one has yeah, to come man. to you like, hey, hey, my, my brother, hey, my sister, hey, let me talk to you real quick. But we can only do that for our brother and our sister where we're when we are in a place where we are aligned to the will of God. We can't be going out just because, hey, that don't, I don't feel right. Mm, that don't sit right with me. No, that don't sit right in your flesh. Now, look, well, how, how is how are your how are you lining up? You worried about uh, yeah. brother so and so and sister so and so, but whole time you still lying behind closed doors. You still ain't telling the truth to nobody. You stealing on the job. You being lazy. You uh, complacent. Yeah. Like, look, you you doing all these damnable things, but you have the audacity to say, mm-hmm. "Man, well, he over there doing that." Okay, uh, what you doing? What have you done to improve? What are you doing? Self-checks. And like you said, there's nobody there's nobody good in the world. Just like, and I say that because my, the uh, artist I listened to, Bizzle, he said it, not, none of, nobody in the world is good, not one. The only one that was good was my son, and he was referring to Jesus Christ. And that was so true. Jesus was perfect, and we call him good. We not yes. good. And, here, and here's the colder part, bro, because I'm going to let you finish. Here's the colder part. Jesus, somebody called Jesus good, and guess what Jesus said? He said, why do you call me good? It's nothing good but the Father. Like, it ain't even me. Come on, bro. bro so what? We, Bible, I'm telling you, that's... Like, I, like, I get what Bizzle was saying. Like, like I'm not taking away from Bizzle's point because Bizzle was right. Like, mm-hmm. he got it. Like, and, and again, Jesus is God, but Jesus was really good at pointing back to the Father, and he didn't want to take any credit for himself. That's why he looked at him and said, listen... Jesus, look, Jesus was sinless, so he can call himself good, right? Facts. But Jesus was like, hey, listen, why are you calling me good? If there's none good but the Father, fam. Facts. Like, hold on. You Come know what on, I'm saying? Bro. Like, so, so yeah, that, that's back to your point, man. I'm telling you, bro, like, we got to remember that. And, and, and also keep in mind that society has, has labeled one thing as worse than this, when in reality, sin is sin, and we have to remember that. So if we're doing our self-checks how we ought to, and we're doing what we need to do personally first, we can then hold our brothers and sisters accountable for their actions. But we need to get out of the mindset where it's a, where we think it's okay to point fingers, but the whole time I still have issues that I haven't dealt with. So we gotta do better. We gotta do better. All my all my listeners, all my viewers, wherever you at, we gotta do better. We gotta do better because one, it's, it's the godly thing to do. You know better, you do better. Sure. That's, that's what my dad tells me all the sure. time. Know better, do better. And so with that being said, I pray that we said something that 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 blessed your heart. Even if there's some things that you disagree with, hey, look, we could chop it up. We ain't got no issues. At the end of the day, we're not here holla to be... We're, exactly, holla at us. You know what I'm saying? We're not here to be disagreeable. No, let's let's chop it up. Let's let's have some discussion. Let's see, let's, let's share amongst each other like, hey, this is... Hey, I don't think this, or I meant this, or you know what I'm saying? Let's go in detail. So don't don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Make sure you keep engaging in the comments. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk back with you. We are, we are gonna engage in this live stream. But uh, lastly, I wanna I wanna say this: if you haven't already, if you have not already, go check out my boy John 
in his business. The shepherd's wool. It, look, it's right here. I'm going to have it for you again. You're going to be able to see it. The shepherd's wool. He got on a t-shirt right now. Matter of fact, this is my personal favorite. I, I like the different because... One is as you look at it, you see all the different lettering. You see how it's is is done in different ways, and it's to show that we're meant to be different. We're different, so y'all go check my boy out. He matter of fact, you can use my what 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 I got a, I got a discount a discount code right. It's what's you said it's Yo, talk to him about it. Let him know. Let him know. Followers of Chatsworth Preacher Boy. You get a special discount code. Why? Because Marcus is my man. Come on. That. That's my guy. Come on. So check this out. Just for being a follower of Chats with Preacher Boy, if you go to my website and you enter promo code CHAT, C-H-A-T, I kept it real simple for you. Yes, sir. C-H-A-T, CHAT. And anytime you use it, you're going to get 20% off because that's my guy. Hey, y'all hey, heard him. 20% off. 20% off. All you got to use is the word chat and you get 20% off. So y'all be sure to tap in, check in with my boy, like his Facebook page, hit him up, do what you got to do. If you got any questions, his info is there. You check it out. And lastly, but not least, look, lastly, but not least, chats with Preacher Boy. We got some things coming your way. I know I've been wearing my shirts for a while. You know, I, I, I'm still working on a couple of designs, but... <laughs> Long sleeve hard, bro. Look, let me, is hard. man. Look, to God be the glory, cause we got some things coming, my brother. We we got some things coming. So if you're not already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Chats with Preacher Boy. Like our Facebook page. We are doing a hundred dollar giveaway when we get to five hundred followers on Instagram, and a hundred dollar giveaway when we get to a thousand likes on Facebook. So y'all be sure to tap in. Leave reviews. Do what you got to do. I want your feedback. I want to hear what you got to say. Engage with us. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are tangible. We're, we're transparent. We're real people just like you. You know what I'm saying? We're no different. Great. So with that being said, I want you to know that I love you all. But more importantly, like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a fantastic and blessed weekend. Peace.